This is the EP Growth Podcast from Hunter Rehabilitation and Health. We are here to grow the exercise physiology profession through supporting the professional and personal growth of young EPs in the industry. Hello and welcome back to the EP Growth Podcast. This is episode six. I am your host, Ryan McAfee, the director of Hunter Rehabilitation and Health and I'm flying solo once again today, but wanted to get straight into the topic here, no messing about. Wanted to talk more about how often to see a patient. Now, this is something that's brought up a lot in different private clinics, and I'm gonna give you my experience with it and my context around it. Doesn't mean it is the right way and the only way to do it. Like I said, take it with a grain of salt and, and ingrain it into your clinical practice if you wish. But how often we see a patient is usually uh, we, we talk about the term PVA here and what PVA is, is patient visit average. So this is one of your CEIs, clinical excellent indicators or KPIs that you might have in a clinic is how often you will see a patient. Now this PVA number is different across all different industries. We see an average for um, physios being around that six to eight mark for podiatrists, maybe around that eight to 10 visits. And for EPs, we, we tend to see anything above sort of 12 onwards. It can be 12 up to yeah, 15, 20 even. And as you could imagine, psychologists would have PVAs of yeah, 30, 40, maybe even 50. So different types of patient visit averages. But within that, let's talk a little bit about how frequent to see a patient. Now, it's going to be different for what the patient is presenting with and what they need from you. But in general, most of the time, it's important that we try to use this model and we use this model called four in two. So we try to see the patient four times in the first two weeks. Now, hear me out here before I go into the reasons why into that. So the reasons why, there's many different reasons. As an exercise physiologist, we are not going to get that quick fix relief like a like a physio or massage therapist might or a chiropractor where you walk out feeling absolutely amazing and, and feeling great for an exercise physiologist our key is to change a lifetime of beliefs an entire lifetime of beliefs our, our job is to change that so that needs to be drip fed four times over that two-week period so first of all we have so much information to give that patient about their chronic condition or their acute condition um, we know that there's stats around about, they retain about 30% of what we say in that initial assessment. There are studies around that. So with them only retaining about 30%, it's important we do a follow-up a few days later to convey that same message again and provide even more information. And then the same again next week and the following week. We need to get that information across to them over that two-week period and then ongoing in their journey. But if you feel like you've got all that information out to them and you, you nailed your initial assessment, I can assure you they've only remembered a maximum of 30% of what you've said. The second thing is, as we're changing a lifetime of beliefs and changing uh, the habits of these people exercising, a lot of our patients have never exercised before or they never had a structured exercise routine. They need to build rapport with you. You need to build rapport with them this this takes time and like any relationship the more often you see someone that stronger that relationship gets the stronger that trust is built they need to be able to trust you they might be in pain and you're giving them an exercise that could potentially be dangerous but if they trust you they're more likely to do that 
And once again, that trust is built over several sessions. What we tend to see sometimes in in those younger new grad clients is that they'll book someone in and then they might see them about two weeks later. And we know there's a correlation, especially within our clinic, the longer there is the distance between that first and second consult, the higher chance of a cancellation. So the reason why that's that is a higher chance of cancellation. Number one, it shows that you don't care about the client, that you're booking them in, they're in pain, and you're just giving them another two weeks uh, before you see them again. First of all, like they're, they're coming to you for assistance. You're the healthcare professional. Number two, you don't know how they're going to pull up from that initial assessment. They could pull up really bad and got the wrong wrong idea. We know that we do some physical assessments in our initial assessments, and I'm sure each and every one of us as EPs have had a patient that's pulled up a little bit sore after their initial assessment and they haven't been conveyed the right message as to why they are sore and then they've decided to cancel moving forward. Another reason is they could have gone to your initial assessment then two days later gone out for a coffee with their friend who just saw this amazing chiropractor down the road and and fixed their pain in, in one session apparently and they've told them to go there. So they've decided, okay, I'll cancel my session with the exercise physiologist and, and go try and get that quick fix down the road. So there's so many reasons why if we stretch out the time between that first and the second appointment, there is a good reason why they'll cancel. So back to my information there, four and two is what we aim for. And the difference I like to, the difference I see between new grads and experienced practitioners is our thoughts about the patient's financial status. This is front of mind for our new grads. We're thinking, I don't want to book them in again. And then twice next week, I don't know if they've got the money. I'll, I'll stretch it out a little bit longer. As we progress into more experienced EP, we are purely providing them the best possible treatment plan. Whether they can afford that or not is up to them, not up to us. So we have to provide them with the best possible treatment plan. That is our role to say, this is what I think is going to get you better in the fastest amount of time. I need to see you one more time this week and twice next week. And then we can go to weekly if you're responding well from that. Now, a few challenges that people have around this is potentially feeling that the patient might become overly reliant on you. And my argument to that, I guess, within an exercise physiology realm is, is a patient becoming reliant on you? Is, is that necessarily a bad thing? I know myself personally, I go to F45, um, a functional training gym here in Newcastle and I go there four times a week. You could say I'm reliant on those classes. I need to go to these classes. I, I don't have the motivation to exercise on my, on my own. So I'm reliant on that. But being reliant on someone to keep you accountable, is, is, that, a, is that a bad thing potentially? I, I don't think so. So I don't think a patient being, being reliant on sessions with you as an EP is uh, is a bad thing if they're reliant, reliant on hands-on treatment yeah potentially because they're not doing the, tr the treatment to themselves basically they're relying on you to to help them and, and creating a, uh, a a narrative within their their own thoughts that you are their solution when that's not not necessarily the case so <clears throat> that's the reliance side of things i don't think that's an argument to say that they're reliant on on you Overservicing is another one. So you hear overservicing all the time. I don't want to overservice my clients. I don't want to overservice my clients. Once again, that comes down to the profession that you're in. And the great thing about being an exercise physiologist is that we are we are providing exercise rehabilitation. 
my argument there would be is it is it possible to over service someone with exercise the, the guidelines are to do five uh to 30 minutes a day five days a week as a minimum so if you're seeing a patient 30 minutes a day five times a week that is meeting the guidelines uh i I don't think we can over-service with exercise. It's such a great tool to have, but we can over-service with massage. We can over-service with manipulations. We can over-service with shockwave. We can over-service with ultrasound. Um, all other treatment modalities, yes, we can over-service because it's not evidence-based and as potentially sending them down the wrong, the wrong treatment pathway. But over-servicing with exercise physiology, yeah, I, I would like to challenge everyone out there to think of a patient that you've seen before more frequently than other patients. And we tend to see much better results in those clients that see us three times a week compared to the ones that see us once a month. So yeah, try to have a little think about that, that narrative you're creating in your head about over-servicing or reliance. That would be my opinion on that. Last but not least, a very common one that comes in, into each of our uh, private clinics is the Medicare EPC. Now, the Medicare EPC is the Enhanced Primary Care Plan or the Chronic Disease Management Plan, so the CDM. It's also called um, also called that as well, where an individual will get five sessions that are rebated by Medicare to an exercise physiologist, or they might get, they, they get five to an allied health professional. So it might be three to a podiatrist and two to an exercise physiologist. Now, what I see in new grads and less experienced exercise physiologists is that we try to spread those sessions out over the 12 months. So it lasts them the, the 12 months. And I, I did this as well. I did this in my first two years of practice. I, I totally admit it. I try to stretch out those sessions. So it lasts them the 12 months. So I'll say you've got three sessions over the next 12 months. So that means I'm going to see you once every four months just to check in to see how you're going. I started doing that a few years. Then I started to realize I'm seeing these recurring people for these chronic disease management plans that they've got diabetes, they might have osteoarthritis, and it's not getting any better. I'm seeing them every year, every four, once, once, once every four months or maybe once every two months, once every three months, depending on how many sessions they've got allocated, and they're not getting any better. And I started to think, well, why is this the case? So basically what I thought I'd decide to do was front load the appointments to make a bit of a change and and to get this across the line with your patient, I would ask them and get, get them to make the realization, okay, you've, come in, you, you've been using your Medicare EPCs for how long now? And they said, oh, the last 10 years I've been going to my GP and I get it every January and get my EPC sessions. And you go, okay, great. How's that working out for you? And we can say that in a non-arrogant way, but we can ask them, how is that working out for you? There's been no improvement in their condition, their chronic condition in 10 years. So it is just purely uh, managing or, or their, their condition's getting worse. So we know that we can reverse diabetes. We know that we can significantly reduce pain in osteoarthritis, but it's going to need more frequent sessions within that treatment journey. So what I recommend to them, I say, okay, great. You've got three sessions to an exercise physiologist. I want to see you twice this week and once next week. And then what we're going to do is we're going to continue our sessions for the next 12 weeks. We're going to put a 12-week treatment journey together here and we're going to do an accelerated course to get you out of pain and get you moving more. 
because we know what we've been doing in the past has not worked. So I need an investment from you, an investment into your health, and I can assure you we're going to make much more progress than we have in the past. So yes, it might cost them a little bit more. They, they've got their three Medicare rebated sessions, but then they'll have to pay a few more privately. But we are offering a solution out of their pain and we don't need to think about what their bank account looks like or whether they can afford that or not. It is up to them to make that decision and it's up to us to provide that best treatment journey. So in summary, that's all I wanted to talk about today. How often to see a patient? It's gonna be dependent on the type of patient, but use the overall framework as four times in the first two weeks. Reasons to do that is to build rapport build trust with them, convey the information, drip feed it over those four sessions about their condition and what they need to do to help them. Show that you care by booking them in that, that often. And also you're there to change a lifetime of beliefs. Just remember that an entire lifetime of beliefs you're trying to change in one session. So now I want you to do that over four sessions and, and ultimately moving forward as well. Reliance and over-servicing in exercise physiology, I don't believe it's a thing. And the EPC sessions, like I said, let's try and front load those, have an accelerated course to try and build that momentum and create a habit of exercising rather than doing a check-in session every three to four months for these people who've never exercised, don't have poor motivation, and you know are not going to improve their chronic health condition. So everyone give that a go in your clinical practice. Hope it goes well. Uh, reach out to me if you've got any questions, but that's all we've got for time, time for now. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the EP Growth Podcast. I would be forever grateful if you left a review, subscribe to our channel, and also share this podcast with any of your friends so we could ultimately grow this profession together. If you'd like any further information, please check us out on hunterrehab.com.au. Bye for now.